0: Should it be Will Anderson or bust for the Arizona Cardinals as it pertains to the NFL Combine? You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Trying to get to 3,000 followers, subscribers, I should say, before the start of the 2023 season. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Combine here, Monty Austin Fort, and Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media today. There's a couple interesting tidbits to take away from that. Is it Will Anderson or bust? Yesterday, I talked about three different mock draft scenarios. One where the Cardinals stuck and picked at three and 34. The second option was them trading down once. And the third option was them trading down twice. If you'd like, go check that out on YouTube. And again, free and available wherever you get your podcast. And Mel Kiper put out a mock draft today. Mock guru. That had the Cardinals drafting Will Anderson at three overall with the Chicago Bears trading down twice. First from first to second, and then from second to fourth. And it kind of irked me a little bit because I'm like, I know that they have the first pick. And if they decide to stick with Justin Fields, trading down twice seems to make sense. Uh I just I, I just don't know that they will. And I also don't know. What that means for other teams, whether it be uh teams wanting to move up to three, wanting to move up to four, or the Cardinals sticking and picking at three, like Mel Kuyper has them set. But there are a couple things again that Monty Austin Fort and Jonathan Gannon said that you know it's it, it's coach speak still. There's still so much influx about what could potentially happen to this roster as a whole, not just in the draft. And The reason why I'm kind of not diving deep into potentials for the combine and and who to watch today is because we still need a little bit more context before we pontificate on exactly who the Cardinals should be watching. Now, should it be Will Anderson or Bust? My answer is TBD. I'm on team trade down as it sits currently. And I looked at the Trey Lance trade the cardinals moved back or the the 49ers moved up from 3 to 12 and i don't see the cardinals moving back that far but if the cardinals move back to 6 and will anderson and or jalen carter are out of the running at that point which it seems like they both will be trading back a second time i think is the the most beneficial option if you can get the trade assets that would really bolster the 2024 draft, and that's not giving up on this year's draft. And I'll talk about two men who I think the Cardinals would be happy to draft or should be happy to draft with whatever draft pick they get if they do end up trading down outside of the Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, uh, you know, sweepstakes. I'm going to talk about that in the third segment. I'll talk about a little bit about. I will discuss what Monty Austin Fort. And Jonathan Gannon, uh, you know, were quoted as saying, uh, you know, in, during their media availability today. But the reason why I'm hesitant to say just stick and pick potential generational talent, bingo bango, keep it simple. While that may be true, and if they were to just stick and draft Will Anderson at three overall, edge rusher out of out of Alabama. It's not like it's a, oh, no, that's going to ruin the franchise. That's not what this is about. But I think what the tug of war that people are facing internally and externally is having the same feelings going into every draft over the last 10 years, thinking that things aren't going to go well. Steve Keim effect could give Michael Bidwell some credit for that. But this isn't that. And I know it's very new in this new relationship. And fans have been burned by the last relationship, as toxic as as it may have been at times. But this isn't that. And I think a lot of the decision where people are like, just stick it three, keep it simple, and move on. He's a transcendent talent, cool. Understood a thousand percent. And I think a lot of that still has to do with being burned in the past. So if you're going to jump in with two feet into this new pool of the Arizona Cardinals, thinking about what's happened up until this point is a fool's errand. Thinking about how you felt over the last 10 drafts where the majority of the picks didn't go the Cardinals way. I think it's a fool's errand. If you're going to jump in with two feet, jump in. Trust the new regime and say, you know what? If they can move back and still draft a player of impact, because remember, the Cardinals have so many needs. So many. It could be argued that any position, not named quarterback or safety, drafted in the first first round would be warranted and tight end. Think about that. All but three positions, if drafted in the first round, you can make an argument for, and a strong argument at that. And that is one of the bigger things to keep in mind Because it's not a situation where the Cardinals just need a pass rusher. It's not a situation where the Cardinals just need a run stuffer. It's not just a situation where Cardinals need a a CB1. It's not that. It's everything. It's all of it. It's evolving. We don't know what this roster is going to look like at all going into 2023. At all. So going into the combine with the thought, oh, it's Will Anderson unless the Cardinals get a sweetheart deal for three first-round picks, which isn't going to happen. I think keeping the mind open to what's possible outside of just drafting Will Anderson or Jalen Carter would just train the brain to understand that there's nothing but possibilities for this roster moving forward. And yes, this is putting trust in Montiasa for the first-time GM. And yes, this is putting trust in Jonathan Gannon, a first-time head coach. And yes, this is putting trust in Michael Bidwell, who shouldn't be trusted to be able to run a functional organization because he hasn't yet. But that doesn't mean that with his new cabinet around him, that it's not more possible now than it's ever been. So when people say, stick and pick, Will Anderson, don't overthink it. It's not overthinking it anymore. It's opening up this roster to different possibilities to maybe get a first-round pick and a second-round pick in 2024 on top of what's set to be probably a top seven or eight pick for the Cardinals. I've said this since Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime have been fired. This could take two off-seasons from the doldrums of hell, which is where we are now, to a potential deep playoff run like that. That's with sustainability of young talent that is inexpensive contractually coupled with Kyler Murray's monster contract coupled with what's going to be Zayven Collins emerging Isaiah Simmons potentially having a long-term role here just an ecosystem of what in a winning organization's ecosystem looks like roster wise. So if the Cardinals trade back this year, it's like they're not going to get a player of impact. We have no idea if Will Anderson's going to pan out. Everybody said Chase Young was going to be the guy he just eclipsed. Will Anderson eclipsed Chase Young for the most pressures uh, in college over two seasons when Will Anderson was in college. Where's Chase Young been? There's no such thing as a sure thing in the NFL. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Monty Austinfort and Jonathan Gannon both spoke to the media. Had some interesting thoughts. I will, you know, give my thoughts on their thoughts. Next, Locked on Cardinals. If you're looking for a delicious treat, I've got some thoughts on that also. If you don't want all the fat and calories of a delicious treat, I've got thoughts on that also. They both end and start with Bilt Bar. We just got through the holidays six weeks ago, two months ago. You want to start losing that, you know, little extra padding, but you also want something that tastes delicious. You got to try Bilt Bar, okay? Well, Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. They're perfect, absolutely perfect for the transition from holiday eating to a little bit healthier eating. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these macros are insane that go with the taste. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein, and they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. And now you don't have to wait around to get a box. You don't have to go online at Bilt.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to the nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of belt bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You will thank me later. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I'm just saying, keep an open mind when you're looking at the Cardinals and the third overall pick. If they draft Will Anderson at three, sweet. If they trade back and get an extra first round pick in 2024, sweet. Regardless of how up and down the Cardinals have been and the high draft picks they've had, And the futility that's come out of the draft for the most part over the last decade, that has zero correlation to the 2023 NFL draft. Legitimately zero correlative. It's something people are struggling with to understand. But this is the Arizona Cardinals in name only. Is it going to work? We don't know. But what we do know is what's happened over the last decade, the chances have never been greater that that's going to shift. Monty Austinfort was talked to, questioned by media members at the Combine today. And when asked about the number three overall pick, when asked about, you know, what their plans are. The quote was, Monty Houseworth's quote, we're prepared to select a player with our pick. That said, our phones will be open for any team that desires to move up. We will listen to offers. So he's playing the game. And that's it. So we don't know, like, when I said that we're going to kind of hold Pat here on diving deep into anything, this is all politicking. We don't know anything yet. We can regurgitate what other people say, sure, but I'd rather spend my time doing other things. So what Monty Austin Ford has done is check the first box as new GM of the Arizona Cardinals. Politics. We're open for business. Giddy up. Now, I mean, I feel like any GM, let alone a first-time GM doesn't matter, would say this or some form or fashion of this to just keep people understanding that even if you don't want a quarterback and I, you know, I, I, tweeted out yesterday, my, my mock drafts, you know, and I, the, the double trade down started with the Atlanta Falcons moving up. And I reached out to Aaron Freeman from locked on Falcons on and I was like, hey, is this plausible? Like, what do you think? You know, is, is, is Ritter with our guy? Are you going to move up for a quarterback? And Aaron said something to the effect of, I don't see the Car- I don't see the Falcons moving up for a quarterback. Now an edge rusher, maybe. So, how many people, how many teams would trade a future first next year for Will Anderson to move up to three? Doesn't just have to be a quarterback. And with that. That makes that strength for the Cardinals' number three overall pick even greater, even more potent, because it's not just about quarterbacks. It's about a potential transcendent edge rusher. And yes, with the glaring needs that the Cardinals have, drafting one guy with a set and forget, I understand that point. And if they do that, awesome. It's not, this is a win-win. But this is, above all else, maximizing the leverage that the Cardinals have. Maximizing the leverage, drafting number three, drafting Will Anderson, that's maximizing the leverage also. It doesn't have to be trading back to maximize leverage. The only benefit from last year is that the Cardinals have a high draft pick this year. It's the only benefit. And I guess that's Steve Tom and Cliff Kingsbury got fired. Maximizing leverage is the goal. Maximizing the number three overall pick in an effort to make this roster better as quickly as possible, maybe as quickly as possible, we'll take two offseasons and two drafts. And then maybe you look at Will Anderson, you pair him with Cam Thomas and my Jay Sanders, maybe move Isaiah Simmons to the outside a little bit more than he's played so far. And you you're, and you're cooking with gas already with that pass rush group. Maybe that's the way they go. And if it is awesome. And if it's not, awesome. When I say that the Arizona Cardinals are the Arizona Cardinals in name only, and when I talk about the Etch-A-Sketch being shaken, and I talk about the Tabula Rasa clean slate, and the Arizona Cardinals 2.0, all of the different metaphors that I use and terminologies that I use start now. There's no downside to what's about to happen for the Cardinals. It just depends upon Talent evaluation, the vision for this roster with Monty for Jonathan Gannon, and Michael Bidwell, and how they want to execute as it pertains to offers they're going to get for the number three overall pick. But Monty for saying, we're ready to make the pick. Offers, we'll take them. What do you got? And then Jonathan Gannon was asked what they're going to do with Isaiah Simmons, and he said, we'll figure it out by all accounts. I'm paraphrasing. So it just, like, you're going to get a lot of those answers from Austin Ford and Gannon, because that's the truth. This isn't coach speak. This isn't passing off. This isn't, yeah, we got to look at the tape. Yeah, we got to figure it out. Yeah, we got to go to drawing board. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is keeping an open mind to what this roster is going to look like. And there's going to be a lot determined at the combine. There's going to be a lot determined at pro days. There's going to be a lot of film watched. There's going to be a lot of, you know, theory-based things for this new coaching staff in front office to determine what they want the trajectory and outlook of this roster to look like. So, as I mentioned, again, if they draft Will Anderson at three, cool. You've got what's set to be potentially transcendent pass rusher. And if they trade back and accumulate picks for 2024, that's not looked at as an opportunity missed. That's not looked at as an opportunity lost. What that's doing is them deciding, you know what? More high draft picks is going to be what benefits this roster moving forward more than drafting one guy, even if he's great with so many other potholes in the roster so many other needs that need to be filled. And this isn't like, oh, drafting four B players is better than one A player. When you're drafting as high as the Cardinals are going to draft this draft and most likely next draft, it's not that. The Cardinals have the chance to turn coal into gold. With what happened to the 2022 season and what could potentially happen in 2023 and 2024 with that why is the cornerback position being overlooked stay tuned maybe i'll talk about it i will spoiler alert thanks for hanging out thanks for making locked on cardinals your first listen each and every day free and available on all platforms Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Turn the notifications on. Continue to comment. Uh, I love interacting with people. I You know, I'm here giving what I think are the best ideas for the Cardinals moving forward in the Arizona Cardinals 2.0 regime. Why is cornerback not being talked about more? And the reason why I bring this up is there are two absolute studs that are most likely going to go in the top 10, Devin Witherspoon from Illinois and Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, that could 100% make as much of an impact as Will Anderson does on the Arizona Cardinals roster. So when it comes to this, and this is me not listening to my own advice, I'm looking back at the last decade and thinking, what is the biggest void the Cardinals have had on their roster on defense? Cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. Patrick Peterson wasn't relevant since 2015. Even then, they didn't have a CB2. Antonio Cromartie for a year, then they started Brandon Williams, a running back, out of the Big 12, started at corner week one. That's the lunacy that the Cardinals have dealt with. They haven't had a CB1 in the last seven years. They've had a pass rush. They've had a pretty good offensive line. What they haven't had is a stud CB1. Is Byron Murphy that? I don't know. He really came into his own towards the beginning, you know, the beginning of 2021, the beginning of 2022 before he got hurt, especially last year because there was little to no pass rush and Byron Murphy was still locking down the NFL's best corners when he would go against them. But if the Cardinals, If I told you the Cardinals could trade back to six with Detroit, get a first next year and maybe a a third this year to move back, and you could still draft your corner for the future and the sixth overall pick, you're telling me that's a bad situation to be in? That's why I'm imploring you to please just think outside the box. Please think beyond Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, even if they may be great players. They're not going to be the only two great non-quarterback players drafted in the first round. And you're looking at two corners that if quarterback was not a position, could be in the top five taken this year. In the top four, in the top three, one of these guys could be taken. And you could be looking at the cornerback for the future for the Arizona Cardinals. Avoid that the Cardinals have had more than any other defensive position in the last decade plus getting a first-round pick next year, plus getting potential more draft capital this year. To me, that'd be six and one, half a dozen of the other. With the opportunity to have two top 15 picks potentially next year. It's so early. You know, we're about two months away from the draft. With free agency smack dab in the middle. So these conversations are obviously going to change as free agency starts, as we get to see more about these players in the combine and as holes get, you know, are filled and you'd think the Cardinals would strike a little bit more where the iron was hot as opposed to last year where they were pretty much dormant. But if you look at it right now from the guys that it's two months away and free agency hasn't started yet. And I told you the Cardinals could trade back to six, pick up a first round pick extra first round pick next year, another draft pick this year in the top three rounds and draft your corner for the future, you'd say that's a bad spot to be in compared to just drafting at number three overall? Hooey fish. That's why I implore you, think outside the box because sometimes that's when the best drafts happen. Continue this conversation through the combine. We're just getting started, baby. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.